Now we're recording. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, do you want to do big old clap on three? Yeah. Should it, I mean honestly, if, if <laughs> don't even don't even acknowledge when that happens. If you clap on your end and then we clap on our ends, that's probably easier for you to sync up because then you can just kind of go by. Oh, okay. well, yeah. Because yeah, there will be latency anyway. Okay. So just one big. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that should work. Right. There's well, three. You got three. <laughs> okay. We're trying to get the clap situation figured out over here. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Mr. Kozlov's Magic Hour. And this episode, just like every episode, is brought to you by the Southern Chernobyl Aeronautics Research Center in Kozlov Corp. And uh, today's guests are uh, Hank Brainerd and Nathan Black. Uh, hey. Uh, how's it going? Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. You have to thank Mr. Kozlov for us. Um, who is Mr. Kozlov, by the way? Uh, we've heard his name a couple times yeah, don't, now. Don't we? We don't. We don't. We. I thought I told you guys we don't talk about that on the show. Oh. Okay. Okay. Just, sorry. That's we, right. You can say anything. Just don't talk about that or like the show's okay, fun. Gotcha. Anything. All right. Well, we'll we keep it on the down low. Okay. Thank you. So what's going on in this uh, this trap house situation? There's like five people in there. What's going on? Well, it's more of like two people on a couch that we told to oh, be quiet and just not oh, talk. It's two um, people. Oh no no no! They're not <laughs> talking. Oh no, no no! Not at all. That wasn't a good yeah. point. I, I was curious. No, I mean, well, <laughs> Nathan runs a little business out of this house. I do. Um, it's a little bit of an on the down low kind of thing. There are a couple jets involved, some boats sometimes. He's got an island uh, off the coast of Florida. Uh, we don't talk uh-huh. a whole lot about it, but yeah, because I you saw know. Bezos we, followed you on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> Bezos. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We it's got Zuckerberg pretty, too. Pretty, pretty, pretty big operation we got running here. Uh, Doctor oh, Jane shit. Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> it's far reaching, oh, really. I'm having a weird day. <laughs> so Dude, you're having sorry. a weird day. We're having a we're having a weird fucking week, man. On the oh night my God. of Super, I shouldn't be the talking. Night- you guys are in fucking Nashville. <laughs> the night of Super Tuesday was the night that the tornado went. And so the thing, if you looked on the map of the path, it's like it was uh-huh. heading straight for my mom's house, and then it diverted at the last fucking minute. It's it trips me the fuck out. Okay, she so woke I was, like, up talking to my sister, and because she's like, "Doesn't Hank's mom live in that area?" I'm like, "I think." Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. continue. Yeah, no, I it was it was insane. I was, five points, right? Yeah, right five yeah. points. She's right there, yeah. <laughs> and she uh, called me in the middle of the night when it happened, and she was like, "I just heard a big storm outside. I think it was tornado. It sounded like a train." And I said, "Oh, well, no, it can't be that." So I turned the weather, and they were like, "Well, it looks like a tornado's forming over Smyrna or wherever." Um, but then let's, it was weird cause nobody really knew what was happening while it was going on. Uh, yeah. when, yeah. when a tornado comes through, it's kind of like you, you don't see it as a warning, especially when you're right at the beginning of it, it comes through yeah, and you yeah. see the aftermath of it. Yeah. There's no, there's nobody like Jeez. commentating on the, on the ground about what's happening with the tornado. Just fucking, yeah. 
comes through. Like you see the news of it, you see like the big red spot, and then you just like see the aftermath. Like the yeah. next morning, it's like that's right. Yeah. And because this fucker's going like three hundred miles an hour, right? Yeah, it was a EF yeah. when it, so they they measure tornadoes by damage and not by they mm-hmm. measure by wind speed and damage. Yeah. And when it hint, went through uh, East Nashville, it was EF three, which is really high, really um, not normal. And especially for a tornado going through a metropolitan area, there hasn't been yeah. one like that in a while. I think the last one was in Baltimore, something like 10, 15 years ago. Oh, so sure. it I was, didn't even know they got it there. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it was insane. It was weird to be on the phone during that and looking at Twitter and looking at the weather because it was like, at first it seemed like, oh, well, it looks like something might have touched down once. Because I've had that before here living in Tornado Alley where there was a tornado by our house something like 10 years ago. But it really just touched down in a park, and it like flipped. A, it flipped a car, and then it left. So I, yeah. that's what oh, I was thinking okay. it was. But then yeah, yeah. I'm reading Twitter, and I start seeing photos, and it's like, oh shit, the Basement East, which is a huge uh, club around here that does a lot mm-hmm. of punk shows. The Basement East is just fucking gone, and this building's just gone. And then there's photos of the Germantown neighborhood, which is across town, and there was just a mm-hmm. whole line of destruction through that. Like how apartments were blown apart. It was insane. That's insane. Gix, you drove me through that part. You were showing me around uh, Germantown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. With all the brownstones and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. That's so fucking weird after being there. I mean, I can't imagine living there and yeah. that happen. Well, I, Jesus. It, you, went to, you went to Five Points with your sister, didn't you? Uh, yes. I think so. That's, yeah, is that where, that's it, where it yeah. hit. Because we went to like that a was pizza like, place in that area. Yeah, yeah. Five Points Pizza. That is... Mm-hmm. Five Points Pizza is miraculously okay. Um, everything just south of it is destroyed. Jesus, that's right where the line went through. Yeah, our friend, our friend Jacob's dad was—he was driving home to his oh, house really? right before it got fucking destroyed. God his dad's house gone. Like, oh really? There. Yeah, I didn't know that shit. Trouble. Fuck. Oh my god! I it, it, you said my friend Jacob's dad, and I thought you said my friend Jacob's dead, and I'm like, why are you so? Casual? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm just like, throwing this out Christ. there. No, yeah, Jacob's just dead. He's yeah. gone. Yeah, he got yeah, some yeah. Dollar, dollar Tree flowers, put, put, threw them on his grave. <laughs> we didn't even give him a grave. We just threw him in the fucking river. I mean, <laughs> if that happened, think about it. If, if it happens, the body wouldn't be there. Yeah, no, no, no yeah. funeral prices. You don't have the favorite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got sucked up in the wind. You're, you're in fucking Oz now. You're gone. Yeah, you're, you're in Oz. <laughs> you're following the yellow brick road with, like, oh the gay yeah, scarecrow and whatever. <laughs> Dude, that shit's guy. I don't think I ever watched it. Is that, I think that Scarecrow scared the shit out of me for some reason. Really? Yeah. I'm not sure why. The things Dude, that scared I, me as a child. I was super uh, into The Wizard of Oz, but I was really freaked out by the monkeys. So I, 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 it's just like subliminally from my childhood. I know the first half of that movie really well, and I don't know the second half at all. Because I think I always stopped before it got to the monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the monkeys, but I remember people like talking about that. They're like, fuck those things. Like, they, <laughs> they got like these red fucking eyes. They're, oh, they're, they're flying around, right? They're like little demons? Yeah, they're yeah. flying monkeys. They got like oh, demon wings. Dudes in Planet of the Apes suits just like on like uh, strings and shit floating around. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's upsetting. It's insane, dude. The last time I watched the uh, the Wizard of Oz was one of those like like uh, retarded like uh, like sync ups of the Wizard of Oz with like the Pink Floyd. Oh, <laughs> oh, I watched that like God. two weeks ago. I felt dumb, but <laughs> it does sync up. I, um, 
<laughs> I, I remember when I used to read on a Kindle, I found a free book about that, just about sinking the dark side <laughs> of the moon up to Wizard of Oz. And I think I read the whole 200-page book and didn't absorb any of it. <laughs> no, because I, I don't want to steal this from a different podcast, because I think they do a bit. And it's uh, it's called Tell Blart Do Us Part. It's They watch Paul Bart like every day for like a fucking year or something. <laughs> oh, Paul Bart 2, excuse me. <laughs> the, the, the Two. Oh yeah, that's a big superior one. Big yeah. Difference. yeah, yeah, but they. I guess if you play Dark Side of the Moon twice in a row, it syncs up perfectly with Paul Bart. Um, all kinds of <laughs> oh man, so I'm fucking interested. Because they're like, we need to find some way, you know, to kind of drown this out. Because like we said, we'd watch it every day for a year, but <laughs> like, but it's, it's starting like to hurt. Uh, Nathan, you did you did something like that. Oh yeah, I, like I watched a. I would. It's a shame that this never came to fruition. But I did the whole. I watched Freddy got fingered about five <laughs> times, and then I I quit. I was trying to do it for an entire week, and it, it 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 came to the point where. Yeah, I I really was like losing like a no mental. Breaks? Yeah, no, no, it was it was not no, it was not twenty four seven. It was like I watched the movie every day for that long. But it's a good movie. I don't I don't know why it didn't last longer. I. I was overblowing it, but at a certain point, I was just like, I fucking can't do this. this do, you, do you think that if you watch Freddy Got Fingered every day, like, the same time, you could, like, operately condition yourself? You would fail on IQ, every IQ time. test imaginable. I'm oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Your brain would be destroyed. Yeah. Well, have you, Mac, have you ever seen Freddy Got Fingered? Dude, I've, I know all the, like, all the stories about it. I've seen the dad, the daddy sausages clip that he enjoys some sausages. <laughs> like I've seen all of that shit. I've heard all about it and I want to see it. Cause like last night I had some like people over for my birthday and I was, um, I, I was vouching for gremlins too, but they're like, <laughs> got figured. I'm like, if you can find pick. it on the Apple TV, sure. We can watch it. But, oh my but God. I still need to. I yeah, it's, it's, no. First of all, first of all, happy birthday. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't tell birthday, you. Thank you. Um, Appreciate that. But I, I'll tell you in all honesty, I watched Freddy Got Fingered a while ago at a party, and it's it's very I mean it's entertaining because yeah. it almost feels like if some dude from Impractical Jokers, if some if some YouTube prankster was given five million dollars to go make whatever, <laughs> and they just took advantage <laughs> of it to like it's it, it's it's the worst movie I've ever seen, but it feels like. Everybody knew what they were making, except yeah. Rip Torn. I don't oh, think Rip Torn yeah, knew what yeah. was happening. Don't <laughs> but that's what I've yeah, because I think uh, Roger Ebert reviewed it, and it was like kind of gave it like a decent review, and everybody should yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like I think like fifteen years ago, this is going to be a milestone in like surrealism <laughs> cinema. And I was like, Holy shit! <laughs> From there, like there, what I've seen of it, I could there totally are scenes see in that. that movie that I can play no matter what, and if I show to anyone. I don't care what their like level or like criteria of comedy is, they will yeah, yeah. erupt with laughter. It's just it's <laughs> it's so insane, it's so goddamn crazy. Well, you watch the movie and you don't you go in not I, you you go in knowing it's bad, but you don't really know what it actually is because in the first five minutes of the movie, there's a scene where he is driving along the freeway and he jumps out of his car to go <laughs> jack off a horse. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay, and that's really five minutes in. Spe yeah. Speaking of which, I finally saw Mr. Hands. Are you oh, familiar? Oh my god! Oh, of course, I'm familiar with that. I was, I was, I avoided I was that. talking to my friend. I'm like, I, I don't. I think race horsing or horse racing is immoral. <laughs> but if I had a race horse, I would name it Mr. Hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's iconic. I well, 
I don't think there was a, a way I could get through fucking high school or middle school without somebody sending me a link to that video. <laughs> it was like I- almost, it was like at least once a month, somebody was like, you have to watch this, dude. I was like, oh my God. why? <laughs> I avoided it, luckily, but I did see a lot of meatspin.com. <laughs> no, yeah, because everybody would try to show me e fucked, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't want to see it." And yeah. I like avoided <laughs> it, and then finally, I was like, "It's over at my friend's house in Boston a couple weeks ago, and he was on Live Week, and he's like, uh, he's like, anything you want to put in?'" I'm like, "Can you see if they missed your hands on there?" No, <laughs> oh. So we had to go to like an exterior source, and I was like, "Oh, oh. my god, this is too much." You can see like the death stroke too. You can tell right when you're like, "Oh, that guy is he's dead." Oh my <laughs> god, dude! He, he died. A, he, wait, he died a week later. I or not like. Well, I think he once like. I don't know. Actually, I don't think it was a week. Sorry, I didn't mean to say a week. But he oh. got like fucked up, like internal damage, and then yeah. I think he lasted for like a little bit, and then he oh just my died god! Hospital. I've heard. I've honestly, it's. I feel like it's one of those things where I've heard it described enough times. I think whatever I'm imagining is probably worse than the actual video. But yeah, <laughs> I don't. It, I don't want to find it out. It's pretty if that's bad. It's pretty bad. It's, you see, you see some videos, skin bulging dude, in areas you've never seen skin thing. bulging. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, I guess like at that ranch, like that guy was like pimping out that horse for this like very niche fetish. I guess they had yeah, he, his, like, he had uh, he had friends that were helping him too. Whoa, this was systemic. <laughs> this is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There were there were like whole, friends yeah, like guiding the fucking cock and stuff. Like it, it was like a it was a group endeavor. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, it was, and the the, the guy uh, the guy that filmed it couldn't get prosecuted with anything because there wasn't a law against it. They're like, well, okay, <laughs> should we make a law now?" They're like, what do you say, "Don't fuck horses." <laughs> it's got to be codified, <laughs> or else, or else everyone's gonna do it, man. <laughs> it's the thing. Every law, every every weird law has been broken once, right? Like that's yeah, yeah exactly. That's why it's a law. There's a reason it's there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think here in Franklin, Tennessee, there's a law against you are not allowed to walk around downtown Franklin with a chocolate mm. ice cream cone sticking out of your back pocket. That's no way. Legitimately a, a punishable by fine. Specifically chocolate, specifically an ice cream cone, specifically your back pocket. Why would you put it in your fucking back? Is it so like dogs don't like get it and like throw up? Is that what it is? <laughs> I, I mean, that's actually probably the most rational thing yeah, I could think about. Like that that's the most dangerous thing that could happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that might be it. Have you guys ever had yeah. to take a dog to get its stomach pumped after? No. Oh, Jesus. God. <laughs> no, it's I not didn't have fun. Pets for a while, but now, oh, okay. yeah, my parents finally got cats, and now I have a cat named uh, Doris. How's Doris? Uh, yeah. Huh. How how is Doris? Oh, how is she? I thought you said who's yeah. Doris. No, Doris no, I, is fine. I've seen plenty of photos. I don't think I ever met Doris. Mm-mm. That's a good yeah, segue no, as any. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we should talk about how we know each other. Yeah, so I'm Hank, and I um, I met Mac in the summer of 2017 when we were going to the Los Angeles Film School. And do you want to tell them a little something about the Los Angeles Film School, Mac? I don't know. Like, I don't want to, like, shit on it too much because I, like, I know a couple people that are still involved. Okay. So it's nothing against the people, but it's yeah, just, no. like... 
A lot of the people the, I met. I mean, I'm a, I'm a third party person. I can I can shit on it. You guys can like yeah, yeah, you can vector it through yeah. me. You can, <laughs> you can relay all the shit yeah. I talked. These people I can like change names of that I can totally shit on. But I just don't want this to be like a general. I'm shitting on anyone that goes to that school. So I'm like, yeah. I fuck with a lot of the people that go <laughs> still. Yeah, you know, the, the most of the people I met were awesome. But yeah, um, yeah, it was so. I went to it because the way that it was advertised was it was kind of what everyone tells you when you're going to the film school. Well, you have to find one that's a technical school, one that's going to get you a job in the industry right after. And that's what it was uh, advertised as. Um, It was like this technical, I was going to go for just two years, uh, go right into a job. Um, But then, I mean, what that means is it was a totally Hollywood school in all aspects. Mm -hmm. And all art was purged from the curriculum. I mean, the teachers, I mean, some of the teachers were good and had very, you know, obviously had some artistic instincts, but that was not what they were teaching. There's there's one guy, um, I'm I'm shouting this guy out because he was like one of the cool teachers that I had. It was like Michael Frost, I think his name was, but he was like showing us all this like weird experimental, like Uh satanic shit from like the early 60s and stuff and it was like these like gay satanic nazis and it's like it's crazy <laughs> oh and i'm like this is fucking cool like i want to be like being exposed to shit i want to be exposed to before like, yeah yeah that's that's, that's what i wish i could i mean you you were in film history with me and the teacher was fine but it just i don't think i don't think we learned anything that we didn't already know yeah, like I, I got a hundred on every test, and I'm like that, that this isn't right. I'm like I shouldn't be yeah. doing this. <laughs> I'm like, uh, like I should be getting like eighties maybe. <laughs> no, but yeah, I did have a teacher though, where it was like it was an editing teacher later on, but he took he gave us a scene from this like shitty movie called Sex Drive, I think it was called, <laughs> or no, Sex Ed, but it was like a few oh. years ago. There's like a new one out on Netflix, but it's not that. It's like some older shit. And he like gave us a scene. He's like, oh, can you uh, re-edit this and kind of make it your own, put your own music in? Hmm. So I just made this like fucking like Tim and Eric-esque thing <laughs> with like really long pauses and just like like uncomfortable zooms and noises and shit. It just totally fucked it like out of proportion. But it was like there was definitely like a consistency to it. And then the guy's like, yeah, this isn't what you're supposed to do. Oh, (laughs) come on. Like, obviously, like. Can you give me a project like that? What am I going to do with it? Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. I'd say I'd say similar happened to me with a uh, in my uh, I do like an audio engineering course for like for like three or four months and uh, yeah. we had to do like something where you dub up the audio into like uh, like just a clip or from something we picked the scene from in the office or something and I had put like Mersbo beneath it and stuff and I had like put like <laughs> like like echoing vocals that like go over the other dialogue and stuff and we put it on <laughs> and I before we put it on like I, I don't know why I over went with this and they put it on this the big screen in front of every showing everyone's projects and it's like a class of like 20 people but then the other class of 20 people came in and so there's like 40 people and they put this on and no one really had a response to it it was like it was kind of just like just like blank stuff and they're like okay uh, yeah good job <laughs> that's happened with like all my projects it's like yeah. a room full of like 30 people that are like what is this? And then there's like three or four people I look back and they're just giving me a thumbs up and I was like, okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's a one dude. Like, it's like, oh, I get your meme, man. <laughs> <laughs> what was that one you did? I never saw it. You did it like after I left. 
it oh, the, the concept otter one? yeah <laughs> yes the otter one <laughs> please oh, describe yeah. that Okay, yeah. I, I might just, like, release it on Vimeo or, like, <laughs> remake it, I think, with, like, a bigger budget. <laughs> but, because, like, the person in the video, I'm not... I was seeing and now I'm not seeing. Yeah. So I think I had to reshoot <laughs> it. But uh, it's basically about this guy that loses his job at the zoo. So he, like, kidnaps the otter and he keeps it in his bathtub and, like, you, that's just kind of the backstory, but, like, it starts off, he's just sitting in his living room in, like, a beach chair in his underwear and, like, a wife beater in his, like, shirt with his name on it. And he's just, like, smoking a cigarette looking at this painting of, like, a, of, like, a sunset. Or it's, like, a, like, a tropical sunset or some shit. And he's just, like, you can tell he's, like, doesn't care. Nothing phases him anymore. He's just dead inside. <laughs> and his like wife's like pissed off at him and then she finds the otter and all this stuff. So he's like, kill the otter. And then it. he's like, see, it's not that big of a deal. He's like, goes in the bathroom, you don't see any shoots the shit. Then it ends. And then my teacher's like, okay, I don't because the original ending, I wanted the guy to kill himself because I thought it'd be funny. It was like it'd be a funny end. It's like very Coen Brothers where it's just like it cuts off. You're like, no, fuck it. You just kill himself. That's how he gets out of the situation. Because okay, that was one of the dilemmas was that the landlord was coming and then the wife said, get rid of this fucking like otter before a landlord comes and then the landlord sees it. So it's like this whole fucking thing. How did you um, how did you uh, do the otter? Was it practical effects? Oh no no! Cause we don't we I don't think we ever show it. Okay. I can't remember how we. Uh... Oh yeah yeah yeah. We just did like exposition through like dialogue. She's like, why the fuck is there an otter in the bathroom? And we never show what's in the bathroom. <laughs> then you see him walk out with like a towel wrapped in like <laughs> like with like blood all over it and shit. And he's like, and then I had like some sort of like uh, prop magnum that I had. So it was just oh like cigarettes God. in my underwear, like a fucking gun. It was like, I, I was like loving it. It was, it was a good time. Oh, I love <laughs> the idea of you know. unleashing that on an unsuspecting film school. Audience. Oh yeah, that's, that's a good idea. That was the thing about film school. When you're in film school, uh, there's no worse thing than the day when everyone has to show you their projects. Because... Oh my You'll be sitting in a class for three hours, and it's just student <laughs> film after student film, and they just repeat themselves, and it's it's all the same thing. It's all it's either a comedy, and it doesn't it sometimes works, and mostly does not work because nobody because yeah. they are generally funny people in real life, and they think that translates to writing, and most of the time it does not. Yeah, uh, we have no context of who the fuck you are. Like, why would yeah, this be funny? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then the other half of the time, it's like super depressing. Real, uh, this is a real life story oh, of how a friend life. of mine killed herself. It's, oh my oh, god! It's I'm, it's I'm passing back and forth thing. in front of a mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the it's the it's the ultimate language of the student film is that looking into mirror equals sadness. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice there was always one or two projects that were in a parking garage for some reason? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know we, why, but there was always. I filmed one in the parking, parking garage, garage at least three or four times. Like I'm, I'm <laughs> it, it's just a place to go. Honestly, <laughs> it's a weird phenomenon because I do agree that they're like photogenic places, but then it's mm -hmm. like. They don't do anything cool in it. There's yeah. like a chase sequence in like a parking garage. Like, also, okay. it's it's much harder to like get approval to like fucking record at a business 
than I thought yeah. it was. Because yeah. we when we were doing our podcast, we wanted to film live, and I I called up like this aquarium restaurant. I was like, <laughs> it's like it's like a restaurant, but it's got an aquarium behind it. I was like, hey, oh, can we? I, I, I fucking like a waitress picked up or something. I was like, she's like, well, you're gonna have to call corporate. I'm like, I'm not gonna call corporate. What the fuck? film in their establishment. Do I don't have money. <laughs> I don't know. It's we insane. Should, we should have just done it. I don't yeah, think they would have stopped us. No, they would not have stopped us. I don't know why so, I was asking permission. So you try to film like a live pod in this aquarium restaurant? Yeah. yeah. So, the con- <laughs> the, the, <laughs> so the context, I'll, I'll give context for listeners. Nathan and I uh-huh. did a uh, film podcast for a while called Pollute Brain. Um, and we were, that was the comeback from a long hiatus we took and we were going to do it on, uh, the two fire festival documentaries that came out at the same time. Do you remember that? Yeah. 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 That was a great one. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, we really <laughs> wanted, we, it, it was you tropical, ended up filming it was tropical in the woods, right? Yeah. We ended up filming like at a lake somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Which had nothing really to do with it. But we it was like, oh, it's tropical. It's a tropical island. We'll film it at the aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. I like that. I think it's cool. And it's like entertaining as fuck. It's just having to see all these like, fish and shit. Swimming yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they catch like sharks and shit in those tanks. Perfect. Oh. oh. Wait, where is this place? What is it called? Opry Mills. Uh, it's in, it's called the, it's, it's like a ch- franchise. Have you ever been to a rainforest cafe? Oh, hell yeah. They got that fucking best mozzarella sticks. Yeah, dude. They do. (laughs) Proceed. It's it's exactly that, except they just, like, have big... It's, like, super done out. They have fish tanks all over, like sharks and shit. Dude, speaking of of natural disasters hitting Nashville, so this was Uh the big one for this decade. In 2010, we had a 100-year flood, and it was, like... We we were kind of hitting Franklin. My house was not hit. I don't think anyone I knew was really hit by it. But um, in Nashville, it just flooded all these areas and it flooded Opry Mills, which is a huge, huge mall. It's a big outlet mall in the area. And what happened is all of the fish in the aquarium got out. There are photos online of like a tiger shark swimming around the now, mall food court. In our That's creek, on our backyard, this big creek. In the in our backyard, we had this creek, and I saw this uh, within a tree stump. There was like a fish that was like fucking like four or five feet long, like just not for the creek. So I don't know where the fuck that came from, but maybe it swam on down from Opry Mills. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, and like most of the fish, it was all like it was all saltwater fish, and it was a freshwater river. So uh-huh. most of the fish just died pretty like within a day. But yeah, apparently, yeah. they had to have the snake experts because the snakes were just. <laughs> There were just snakes in the walls of Opry Mills for months and months <laughs> after. <laughs> like fucking ocean snakes. <laughs> Crazy shit. It's so fucking surreal. Jesus. No, the, the thing I'm scared of is fires. And you can't get any cool shit like that from, you know, fires, unfortunately. Yeah, no. no, no. Your house is <laughs> gone. <laughs> Unless yeah. you're like, I don't know, you're like Jay-Z and you can hire a personal firefighter. Unless you're Johnny Knoxville <laughs> and you just come out in like a, like a padded suit and you're just already yeah. on fire and some yeah. fire extinguisher yeah. dudes put you out. Yeah, and then you, you post that online and then you make $10,000 off and you buy a new house. Yeah, and then when coronavirus <laughs> came out, he became like a hazmat guy that just uh, surrounds Jay Z. <laughs> <and, you know, laughs> oh my god, dude! Um, coronavirus just came to Tennessee, and of all oh, my places, told me. yeah, of all yeah. places, it had to be here in Williamson County, where we are right now. <laughs> That's where the single no, case yeah, is. There's some in Orange County and in LA, and so I'm just I've heard that. Fuck. Yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> 
You know, I'm just happy. I work at Walmart. I'm just happy that no one started panicking yet. There's not like yeah. people like yanking shit off the shelves. That's all oh, I care yeah. about. Really. A friend of mine went to Target like two uh-huh. weeks before I came here, and they were sold out of hand soap. And you said out of hand sanitizer here too. Oh my god! I mean, it's Sorry, just it's. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the, uh, it's, it's a film school. Um, <laughs> we were in film school together for a while, um, uh, uh, and I'll make a hard transition to the surprise I brought for you. So I was there. You were there longer than I was. I was oh, there for yeah. three months, and you the way that the, the right film school idea. was, yeah, I got out real fucking quick. Um, the way the film school was structured is it was one class a month. So our first class was film history. Pretty. We didn't learn much. I was kind of annoyed by it. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, class number two, intro to film production. Uh, and you and I were in that class together. We did a project together. It was like mm-hmm. a 54-hour film fest. And that was like, it was fun. Yeah, it was yeah, fun, was you cool. know. Uh, class number three, introduction to transmedia Which one was design. was that? Transmedia? <laughs> <laughs> so what transmedia, <laughs> it's good that you forgot. Because <laughs> yeah. what transmedia design is, this was the moment that I said, I'm, I'm out of this fucking place. Because what yeah. transmedia is, is you're, you want to, so say you have a film idea and you want to maximize profits. Um, you, you don't want to just pitch them one movie. No, that's outdated. You're not just going to come with the idea for one movie. You're coming with the idea for a whole story world. And the whole class was, how can we further pervert your own artistic sensibilities to help you make money <laughs> in this terrible, awful, awful neoliberal world we live in. <laughs> like, yeah. It was just, it was, and it was a buzzword every 20 seconds, but I was going through my shit today because I knew we were going to do this, and I found our professor was this dude um, who, like, he runs a transmedia firm, and I found some more info about him, but to get extra credit in his class, I bought his book... <laughs> And the your book story. is called <laughs> The book is called Make Your Story Really Stinkin' Big. <laughs> there, there's a quote on the back that I really just adored. So packed with cool ideas, new ways of engaging audiences and exploring stories, it makes you want to quit reading and just go make stuff. And that quote is from Chad Gervich, the writer and producer on Dog with a Blog and Wipeout. <laughs> <laughs> Wipeout. <laughs> That's all you need. So that's what that. That's the endorsement you need right there. That's the endorsement. I was trying to find info. I was reading the preface, and I was like, "Well, man, this guy's writing because it's it's just the same kind of like self help writings. Like, I made it big, you can too." And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, what has this guy done? And so I went and looked up his LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, what's your criteria? <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was a fucking entertainment copyright lawyer. Up until like seven years before I think we had him as a teacher. And then from then on, he created a company that was, it was like, we do transmedia design. And I looked up the company and the company hasn't done anything. <laughs> they it haven't. <laughs> yeah, it's just like. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm tell, nobody, nobody that has time to write a self-help type book has any time no. to like expand or like make something bigger than they already had. Absolutely not. So they were, he was telling us all this shit. That, his job is to, he teaches at LA Film, and he teaches at, like, Art Center Hollywood, another school that's also, like, a for-profit, we're gonna charge the fuck out of you because you're too dumb to know better type of school. Um, and then he gives, like, fucking pep talks at, like, they're, like, TED Talks. And he doesn't do anything else. He's just, like, he's just, like, a lawyer. 
he hasn't, he hasn't like made a it big. from adaptation that just like yells at him at that screenwriting seminar. <laughs> <laughs> the Brian Cox's oh. character. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot his name in it. Oh my god. Oh, I got I found a great poll quote from this thing. I gotta try and find it. Oh please. Shit. Uh this is where are we? Where are we? I know this is great radio here. Why, why didn't he make the uh, dog with a blog wipe out universe come to fruition? You know, Dude. like he had those already. He had those intellectual properties. I'd buy that shit. Fuck. <laughs> that was sweet. Get that shit cut out for him. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I don't no, know. I'm but, not gonna uh, look for it. it. I won't. I won't dox him. But one of the professors. <laughs> I won't say his name was a fucking Romanian sniper. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He like he's like he didn't like him. talk about it, but he was. Like, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ! And he killed like fifty people or some shit. I I don't know if that was just uh, something someone told me. I don't know. <laughs> he was white death, <laughs> and these people are teaching us. Here's how to make a book adaptation of your novel or of your film. And it's like okay. <laughs> And I, I, I have some, like, I have some crazy one, stories one. about like a uh, uh, shit and talking over, <laughs> training over you. <laughs> I was just saying I had some crazy stories about um like school and like crazy teachers that like are obsessed with shit or obsessed with themselves. Um, I mm. went to this like thing called Dark Horse Institute. It's like a program, like a three month program. They teach you like hands on stuff with audio engineering production. It was, it was really awesome. Like I learned a shit ton from it. But the guy who runs it is like this philanthropist guy that uh he funded it and he uh his whole shtick is that like he he was able to build this school through maxing out credit cards over and over and building this huge mansion filled with guitars uh and um he somehow managed to get this to happen yeah no this is the guy that like owns he like funded this this institution he's not he's not the president he just funded it so i don't even know Yeah, yeah. So he did a he did a presentation for us. He did like a lecture for everyone, just like a TED Talk sort of thing. And it was the most insane thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And I was literally looking at people around the classroom to make sure that like I'm not crazy for thinking that this guy is insane. Because he goes up with a PowerPoint and he he starts with a bunch of phony shit like this can be you, you know. I I started small. I I grew big. I did all this, you know. And uh, he starts like. He starts like just saying random things out of the gate that are just really strange to me. Like he says, you know, I I used to I used to hide my insecurities with a, a room full of guitars, but I don't do that anymore. I, I learned. I got. I grew up. I don't hide that. This, and uh, this sounds like 2070 sh- paradigm shift. It it does. It sounds. It's I, and then even crazier. No, this is where it really sounds like 27 uh, paradigm shift. He he moves on to this page right he's he's talking about all these things uh-huh. talking about what will make you big and he goes to the way you look and uh and like show yourself and he turns this picture of this like lady and this like this white lady in like these like gypsy it's like gypsy outfit and something like a bunch of like 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 weird like, like pseudo like janice joplin yeah. shit yeah like, stuff like that yeah, yeah, yeah. and um he she goes he, he goes like this he goes see this lady you might not think it but i had dinner with this lady and uh <laughs> I told her she should she should dress like this. Uh, it looks it looks really good. People will know it sounds like your music, and she did. And and then he he doesn't even like continue on elaborating on that. He goes to a pa- another page of a bunch of fucking women. I'm not even joking. A bunch of women on this page. 
that are dressed. He's like, see, that there's not like anyone else. It's not like diversity. It's not like you took a picture of Bono. And it's like, look how Bono looks. Look how he's successful. It was like just these random ass women that no one had heard of. It's like these beautiful. He starts like saying, yeah, hey, I but. had sex with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sitting. <laughs> exactly. And we're sitting there like, what the fuck? And then he talks to this one kid. There's this one kid in the audience that he points out. He says, this guy, I don't, I don't remember his name, like Mike or something. He's like, Mike, Mike, uh-huh. now he's helped me with the, sh- the fix my roof. This kid, this guy, he's been working with me mowing my lawns. And that's, that's the kind of stuff that you should be doing. And, uh, and <laughs> oh then the kid, the kid starts. He's exploiting his students. Yeah, he's exploiting his Exactly. He, he encourages you to work for nothing sort of for him <laughs> in a lot of ways. And then here's the thing. And. This guy, this kid sits down. He's got like, he like looks up. He's like, I want to, I want to share my story. Uh, I just, rock and roll saved my life. And I, I, at this point, at this point, I am like in my chair, like, like my face is actually like, like visibly like, like, like my eyebrows are furrowed. I'm like looking around. Like I'm hoping that this dude that's talking to us sees like how insane this whole situation is. And I, at that point, I was just I, I just had to tap out. But everyone else at the school, everyone else that's working is working it well. I don't know where this guy is getting the money to fund this this place, but he managed to. He, well, it, they're scamming people like you. They're just like getting yeah. money from folks. Oh yeah, I, everyone we know in Nashville that is into recording and shit has gone through Dark Horse. Yeah, Dark Horse or has is, a best friend who's I gone mean, through Dark Horse. I mean, it's like, a cool opportunity. You get like a lot of studio time, so you can you can like yeah. milk that shit. Well, that's the thing is like it's great if you take advantage of it. Yeah, exactly. Most of these kids do yeah. not take advantage of it. I mean, and this guy. This guy, uh, I'm, I'm not even scared to say his name. Honestly, I'm not. I, I, I don't think he's gonna find this. I don't think he's he's like that. Unless he's like, unless you put his name in the hashtags. But this Ro- Robin Crow dude, I I will send you the v- photo. He has a promo video of him doing uh, guitar, like playing guitar and doing stand up comedy. But the stand up comedy <laughs> has a. Uh, it's really bad. It's like old old people who are. It's like. Here's a country song called "My My Wife Left Me," but she sure did have nice bun cakes or something like, like just, just like random shit like that. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you hear like fake clapping in the background, and the the whole like the whole institute is filled with these like fake quotes, like like just bullshit. Like if if you keep, you must sacrifice a hundred percent to make a hundred percent, and like like it's, he just has that shit everywhere, but. It's it's insane. It's it, it was a really weird situation to be a. It reminds me of those YouTube ads of that guy. It's like Ty something. He's like in his yeah, garage. That guy, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reminds me of that guy. Yeah. But like he's like I got a Lamborghini in here, but he's like I also yeah. have yeah, a yeah, yeah. He was that guy. He was that guy. What, what are you. those ads for other than to just show everyone you got a Lamborghini <laughs> and probably got some nice pussy out of the deal? Like no, he he rented that house. Someone proved it. Like he rented that house. It's like available in Zillow. Like it's not his home. And it's not probably not his car either. Oh my god! Like, it's. It's awful, but you popped up it's on a like grift. every goddamn YouTube app I think, for like. I think it's people. Shit. I think it's people taking that like that. There's like a those little stories you hear about people like Bob Dylan that lied their way into getting studio time or something. They're taking that <laughs> yeah, like yeah. a little like fake it till we make yeah. it just a little too far. Like you've already tumbled in the dirt and like fell down the hill. Like you might as well <laughs> pretend to be like I don't know like a like a store manager or something. You know, something, something that's a little <laughs> more believable. <laughs> It's like uh, you hear those stories and you, you're totally glossing over the fact that the people that did this well were actual geniuses who also yeah, had yeah, no yeah. ethics. Like, yeah. it's like you can't just like, have no ethics and get success. Well, 
I don't know, maybe you <laughs> fucking can. I guess that's how a lot of people get success in this country. But yeah, because everyone's like, Bill Gates dropped out of college. I'm like, yeah, fucking Harvard. I'm like, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not community college. Yeah. <laughs> He wasn't going to fucking Los Angeles State, whatever. He was studying <laughs> psychology because he heard some cool things about Sigmund Freud. Like, yeah, yeah. No, he, he had direction already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking, fucking film school, man. Jesus Christ. Oh. No, it, it was oh. a struggle. It was like, it sucks because it's like, I always heard even if like you don't necessarily like what you're learning you'll make, like, all these connections from it. You'll meet people, like, right with anything. And, dude, you were literally the only person that had, like, a good taste in, like, not the only person with a good taste, because there's, like, people out there who, like, I kind of fuck with, but it's, like... Yeah. You, yeah, yeah you were like, the only person I met that, like, you knew David Lynch and Harmony Korine, and you... Yeah, you, PTA. Yeah, yeah. You were, like, into movies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the PTA meeting. The, was it the yeah. Harper Valley PTA? Uh, fucking you! Yeah, you were the one person I met that was that actually had like really developed taste in art, and that seemed to be there for the art. Some, <laughs> now there were two kinds of people. I don't want to generalize because yeah, there were some really really cool people that we met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were there were really two main kinds of people that were there. There was the kinds that was there. They were the unapologetic grifters, and these are the people that were like. They were making, like, car videos for companies. And that's what, like, half their student films ended up being, was just commercials yeah, that they yeah. made anyway. <laughs> and yeah. they just tried to pass off as projects. And then I think it worked. Um, <laughs> it did, and those, every goddamn time. Oh, my God. And, and those people were, like, their big influences were Michael Bay and whatever. And uh, sure. you know what? Okay, those people, they're going to go through school. They're going to get the job they want. And they're going to do well in life. And fucking power mm-hmm. to them. The other kind of yeah, person yeah, was yeah. the artist. And there were like a couple people like that where I they were they had like seen some David Lynch and they want they were there because they want to be screenwriters they want to be the next Quentin Tarantino they wanted yes. to be the next like <laughs> great big screenwriter and they had no sense of aesthetic they had no yeah. sense of like art yeah. they they had there there was not an artistic <laughs> bone in their body like. <laughs> And it was fascinating. No, it was like a ton of people that were like, yeah, I want to make like a Tarantino movie. And it's like, <laughs> you just use exactly his dialogue from like five different movies and just combine it into one scene. And I'm just like, that's not Tarantino. That's, that's fucking Tarantino chopped and screwed. Like that's not. Like, <laughs> oh, it's easy to make this kind of movie. I just have to, I'll say fuck a lot. And then I'll get this white person to say the N word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Multiple times. Yes. Multiple times. <laughs> As many times as you can fit. <laughs> I'll get I'll get some feet shots in there. And then it's good. I, I watched True Romance for the first time in forever, and I forgot about the scene with like Christopher Walken and uh, Dennis Hopper when he's talking about how Sicilians are all half black, but he doesn't say black, <laughs> and he just says it true <laughs> it, like six times in a row. I'm like Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> I, I have a lot of respect movie. for I I have a lot of respect for Quentin Tarantino, but also Jesus Christ, yeah. dude. <laughs> no. yeah. Though I, I will say with the feet he's thing, great. I think at this uh-huh. point he's just fucking with us. Did you see yeah. Once Upon, oh, Once Upon yeah. a Time in Hollywood? Knows we know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. Oh yeah. The, the feet the feet shit in that movie, like, oh my god. It's obvious. Like he he knows we're looking for it. He knows. <laughs> Did you hear what it's, Brad Pitt said about him? Oh, it was it wasn't like an acceptance speech or some shit? Yeah, yeah, he said he separated more women from their shoes in a TSA, and I was like, that is fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. 
<laughs> oh my god. He seems like a cool guy too. Like Brad Pitt, he, he's like a big Hollywood guy I know. But everything I hear about him, he's just like just like a stony, mellow guy that kind of smells yeah. bad, yeah. but he's yeah. like friendly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it sounds cool. <laughs> I mean, he's we forget that the dude has like he's funded more movies than he's been in. He funded oh, like. Sure. 12 Years a Slave. He was a big, he was an executive Moonlight. producer on that show. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Moonlight. Uh, it's that. just like, just like Martin Scorsese. Like, we can talk about how Scorsese makes, oh, he makes movies about white people. He just makes gangster movies about men. <laughs> well, he's funded more movies than anybody yeah. else in that category. He, he produced like, yeah, he produced a female-directed film earlier this year, and I'm like, that's, like, about, like, you know, women in film school and stuff like that. I'm like, how can you say this guy is, like, just some, like, white asshole old man that makes, like, yeah. shit movies? I'm like, there's a lot exactly. more depth than that, yeah. You, you just have to be genuinely unwilling to learn anything at that point. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, you know, I know. It's like the dude, I mean, he has the World Cinema Foundation, and, and if anyone uh, listening has Criterion Channel, you can go look now, all, all these movies that his organization has restored and put up there. I mean, there are movies from Senegal and Brazil, and it, they're amazing. And they're, they wouldn't have existed. They wouldn't have existed anymore. They wouldn't have been around if someone hadn't, someone with money hadn't stepped in and funded them to get them yeah, preserved. Yeah, PTA are, like, are, like, all about that, like, preserving, yeah. like, international, yeah. or like foreign films, independent films that have been, like, you know, that forgotten yeah. about and like all this mm-hmm. shit. And it's like, they all, everyone tries to like generalize them and try to generalize Scorsese. Cause I remember I was like, I was like talking with this girl and I was like, Oh, I think, you know, I was talking about like Irishman or whatever. I'm like, I think it's my favorite of the year. She's like, yeah, it just sounds like guy shooting and stuff like that. It sounds like a <laughs> mob movie. I'm like, that's like the most like superficial <laughs> way. That kind of thing. It's sure. like, it annoys me it's that like, like, it's harder to get, it's harder to like explain to people why somebody would want to make a film. Like it's hard to explain to people why somebody would even bother to make a film. Like, it's yeah. like, like some people have visions. I, like, I don't know. Like, some people want to see something. Like, <laughs> that's where I get stuck. It's like you don't know where else to go from there. It's just, it's like yeah. stonewalled. <laughs> what? Why does he keep making these movies? Uh, I mean, he has something to say. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. People are enjoying them, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah. They're incredible films." And it's like, <laughs> and it's like the most shallow way to look at Irishman. I'm like. Each time I've looked at, watched Irishman, I'm, like, more convinced that there's, like, like, underlying, like, I feel like there's, like, a, like, a weird homosexual, uh, not weird, sorry, a normal respectable. Yeah, like, a homosexual love triangle between all three of them, and I'm, like, it's, like, pretty, like, obvious, I'm, like, I don't feel like this is some, like, fucking, like, this word's annoying, but it's not, like, some toxic masculine type of thing. I'm like, no, it's I, a fucking movie about a guy that's in life of crime that feels, like, regret about what he did. And well, like, isn't every Scorsese movie, too, just, when it comes down to it, they're all, especially the mom movies, are all these takedowns of that kind mm-hmm. of masculinity. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of like when people see American Psycho and they think, oh, this is, this is pro-murder, this is a misogynist. No, it's a, it's a book about a misogynist. <laughs> yeah, now, it's from his point of view, so it's going to, like, pay pander to like what he thinks obviously like, yeah it's it's taking it's the same with fight club same with all these movies uh, maybe not with joker i think joker was legitimately kind of i don't know <laughs> I, I, was, I, I enjoyed it more than i thought it would it wasn't great and it deserved 11 fucking nominations no definitely not but uh I was like, eh, it was all right. Like, but I, yeah, I like Joaquin, so I enjoyed it. I do love Joaquin. <laughs> but, 
it was worth it for uh, his acceptance speeches where he just went full on LA hippie. Oh my god, I love that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was so good. But yeah, I no. I mean, every every Scorsese film, like The Irishman, is such a great example. I mean, mm-hmm. how could you put this in the category of toxic masculinity? It's so obviously about these people who have lived their lives mm-hmm. in this very specific way all their life. They, they have lived their lives as men, as what they think men should be, and they are just feeling the crushing weight of that coming down on them. Yeah. You just have to be completely cinematically illiterate to read it like that, <laughs> to read it. Well, I don't think these people read the... I don't think these people watched the movie. No, that's true. That's true. (laughs) Exactly. They just go on Twitter and they see what people are pissed off about. They're like, oh, fuck you. (laughs) I think it's more of... Yeah, it's just a rolling ball of, like, assumptions. It's just just a retweet, like, shitstorm. But it's, like... (laughs) Yeah. But the whole thing with, like, Anna Paquin not having, like, having, like, three lines in it or whatever, I'm like, that's literally... You know, showing that he does not talk with his daughter. His yeah, daughter doesn't yeah. want to talk with him. And she speaks so much just by being fucking silent. If you look at her face, it's like she's a great expect- ex- oh my expressive God. Every, actress. It's everything like, she does she in that movie. She not say anything. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely. I mean, and that's the core of the movie. It's the exact same thing with uh, Margot Robbie, Sharon table. Tate in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, she doesn't have many lines, but that's the heart of the movie. That's the entire yes. movie right there. Yeah, her expression, out. watching herself on screen, it's like all of that. It's like we don't. No one needs to speak all this out for you. It's like motherfucker, yeah. just like read into physical acting. It's like yeah, Jesus Christ, <laughs> just yeah. like watch. Stop ch- <laughs> checking Twitter. Stop breaking. These are these are all the folks that are like. Did you see those guides on Twitter? It's like how to watch The Irishman like a Netflix miniseries. <laughs> uh, you can break it up. Here, the first half is the mob trilogy, and then there's the Hoffa saga. And it's like, oh my God. Just watch <laughs> Just it. Shut the fuck up. Sit down and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Block out three fucking hours. Time. I mean, yeah. on the, next Saturday morning, you're going to sit down and watch the entire season of Big Mouth and be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. fucking. Yeah, yeah. Get over yourself. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I, 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 it, it infuriates me to no end. I'm glad we're talking about that movie. Yeah, I, I yeah. Uh, now that Blue Brain TV is gone, we haven't gotten the chance to talk <laughs> I about that. I I, no, uh, I, I, as you say, yeah, I loved The Irishman. I loved Once Upon a Time. I, I, what amazing, amazing, amazing movies. Oh, for sure. And do you know what's actually like a pretty good movie that was pretty slept on that Scorsese actually produced? It's uh, by this director, Joanna Hogg, and it's called The Souvenir. Oh. Joanna Hogg. <laughs> but it's called A Souvenir. <laughs> and it's about like oh. this. Uh, oh, no, what was that again? The Souvenir. What did you say? It, the souvenir, okay. I think I heard of that. Yeah, I never yeah. saw that. I never saw that either. Yeah, I watch it's that. about like this like woman's experience in film school, like in the eighties in London, and it's it's fucking incredible. Oh, wow. It's so beautiful, but it's really good. But it, it's but what you're saying about like Blue Brain and how it kind of like you uh, you guys like shut it down, so you weren't able to talk about a lot of stuff, dude. That's kind of like me with like a ton of fucking movies, like with Goys Next Door or whatever. Yeah. And fucking Epstein. I know everybody's like talking about Epstein, <laughs> oh, but it's like I have been so fucking manic about it and burned so many bridges in my life. Of- <laughs> Dude, I I've I will not even I will not even express how many times I tried to inject that into like like fucking family dinners and like holidays. Yes. I just want it to co- come out. I just want that conversation to happen. And I love how it's with. Like a- Every time there's like a thing about a celebrity, every time every time you have a Michael Bloomberg, or you have anyone like this, there's always a photo of them with Jeffrey Epstein, Jesley <laughs> Maxwell. Max, there's Jizzly always Maxwell. a photo. Yes. Yeah. There's yes. Woody Allen. <laughs> like, 
Dude, but what broke my heart is fucking uh, Kyle. Uh, I'm going to fuck his name up. Kyle McQuacken. McQuacken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was fucking in Epstein's home with Bill Gates, like in photos oh, and with Max. That hurts, like, man. Dude, Asian Cooper's fucking deep state. Fuck that. Oh, <laughs> that my god. Sucks. That's painful. And yeah, he was like liking some Bloomberg tweets on Twitter too. Yeah. It's like, oh Jesus. God, that, that does hurt my heart. I did not know that. Oh, I'm sorry I had to find out this way, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was it was hard to hear. But it was yeah, the hardest. I thought he was making a comeback. Movie. I thought this guy was like like cool again, like Yeah. Oh, oh shit. I hate Yeah, that was it's tragic. Uh, and it's like I've it's like half the people like already know the conspiracy and I'm going to just try to convince them that I'm like, look, I'm not alt right. <laughs> I just believe that Epstein's shady and like, I don't trust billionaires, but it's like, I feel like it kind of sucks. Cause I feel like it's a conspiracy with really shitty. Like, I feel like it's a conspiracy that got into the wrong hands and kind mm-hmm. of like presented to the wrong people. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't be weaponized. I mean, it should really just be clear. Clear, yeah. factual, one side. Yes, because it fell into these alt right groups, and and when it's them that's yelling about it, no matter how legitimate it is, I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm gonna think they're absolutely fucking insane, and that this is bullshit, and that that's tragic. Is this is something that I mean, if we actually uh, dug into it, that could be productive. That could change yes. the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I have I have so much, I have so little faith in like the FBI after like what happened with the Who's America thing. You remember what happened with that? They got like no. like clips of Sasha Baron Cohen going. There was did you guys oh, not hear about yes. this? Yeah, I didn't hear they, about they, they got clips hotel, of, right? Yeah, he went to a Vegas hotel yeah. and he was pretending to be like an Italian Playboy porn star. And one of the bellhops apparently was like saying he could get him like a, a little boy. Oh and, uh, yeah, and like he said he could kill the boy too. Like like implied that or something. And then they sent it to the FBI. I don't. I th- I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that the case is closed. Oh like, my god! Yeah. Oh no, no. The FBI was like, uh, yeah. There's not enough evidence here for us to pursue any further. Instead of doing anything <laughs> with it. But yeah, because he was like, yeah, he was like, you know where I can get a boy uh, between uh, what was it? He said t- nine between nine and bar mitzvah. That's how he <laughs> said it. <in> the thing. <laughs> Which was really funny. And then the guy is like. Uh, yeah, we have someone there that can do that for you. And then he's like, but, uh, what if I need to, like, you know, dispose of him? Or something, like, insinuating... Like, I have a him. problem he's with like, this person. We or... can arrange that, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God, dude. It's so out in the open. Uh, thank God for Sasha Baron Cohen, by the way. Yeah. Seriously? Thank... what? A, I'm, I'm happy that he's on the right side of all this shit. Oh, yeah. In a world of <laughs> but... toothless, like, Seth Meyers and Trevor Noah's, yes. with their quote-unquote political <laughs> satire, that is all just like, oh, Donald Trump yells and Bernie yells a lot, too. Oh, yeah, look yeah. at these funny politicians. <laughs> yeah, Cheeto Man. I'm like, shut the fuck up. We were past that. It's like, yeah. come up with something else. Jesus. Here's yeah. a cartoon so we drew of Donald Trump as a big baby. Isn't that funny? <laughs> That's going to take him down. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jesus, I hate dude. It because I hate it so much because, like, they, they can, still cannot seem to, like, top whatever Trump got with memes, like, in the early stages of, like, his, his campaign, yeah. is that he managed uh-huh. to grab this. None of these fucking memes are, are, are connecting with anyone, like, except for yeah, people that no. have been so fucking, like, butt-fucked into the minds. narrative that they're just, they're stuck there. Yeah, it's not changing anyone. Oh, my God. Oh my God. We're but getting... The crazy... You go up? ahead. 
Go ahead. I said the craziest thing about a lot of this Epstein stuff is like, because we were saying it falls a lot into like this alt-right uh, territory, but uh, like the whole Q, the whole Q angle, isn't it that like Trump is a savior in all of this? And I'm like, he, yeah. he was literally, <laughs> there's court documents of him and Epstein in court for shit they did in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Like, he's he's, just he's totally complicit. Yeah. That's the funny thing to me. It's like, well, first of all, of all the conspiracy conspiracy theories to be true, it had to be the fucking pizza gate one. I know, <laughs> like they, seriously. They I got the restaurant. I know. I, I remember that was a big thing. We talked about that in like high school. It was yeah. It was funny. It's like, oh, this dude came to a pizza restaurant with a gun because he thought there was a pedophile ring. It's like it, he got he got the wrong restaurant, but he was right. Yeah, <laughs> it's it like, a false flag for a yeah. legit thing. But because like I think that a lot of this is like there's misinformation, disinformation shit, like what they do with UFOs and shit like that. Yeah, where it's like. Um, and it, it do doesn't take that like, much to discredit entire like. Like, like idea or conspiracy or theory. Like, it does not take much. Like, one person can hook mm-hmm. onto the bottom of these, like, ideas, do something stupid, and then you're you're pretty much – the media and everyone else has you as, like, this is falsified. This is, like, fake. Yeah. 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 Because the, the annoying thing about it is the guy that started the whole conspiracy, Mike Cernovich, is a fucking convicted rapist that's, like, <laughs> yeah, said multiple yeah. times that he, like, doesn't regret it. And I'm like, oh god, this is oh, your man. fucking hero? I'm like, look, he, he could be, like, speaking the truth, but I'm like, he's obviously somehow complicit in this and giving you guys bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know, because there's, <laughs> there's photos of Mike Cernovich with fucking, um... Oh, who's that fucking Alan Dershowitz? Like a couple oh. of weeks before the Pizzagate shit. And I'm like, Jesus oh, man. Christ, or not a couple dude. weeks, but before the Pizzagate shit. And I'm like, okay, there's definitely some conversation going on or some mm-hmm. sort of. I know, okay, I know I'm kind of went on a rant, but that I know a little bit of that I heard from, like, Matt Crisman from Chapo, but I'm like, that is, like, <laughs> it seems like the most, like, reasonable thing to me. Like, yeah, no, absolutely. There's a lot of disinformation going on, but it's a legit thing, I feel like, for the most well, part. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely, it's so tragic that it's just gotten co-opted. Like, and, and now we, we probably won't get any justice out of it. Uh, Seriously. The, <laughs> the Clintons aren't going to go down. Nobody's going to go down. Um, it's... It's, it's, it's like the Operation Paperclip of conspiracy theories. It's like the Nazis found out something that would that actually is really beneficial, unfortunately. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's 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 times like this that I really wish that like as like that that anonymous or something were as epic as they they make try to make themselves look. You know, uh-huh. you really wish that those guys were like serious fuck, fuckers. They weren't just like like shutting down PSN because they were pissed about like something or something along the lines. If we could somehow p- put together anonymous and Antifa, then we might yeah. get some actual change. <laughs> then like to get, combat yeah. combat yeah. child <laughs> pornography. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like give all these anti-fascists like the tools to like actually yes. do some yeah. shit <laughs> instead of just throwing bricks into windows. Then maybe, then maybe something would happen. <laughs> do you think? Say, do you think when I start has all these like resources? I'm like, why aren't they trying to like intervene with? Because like, I never hear about anonymous trying to stop like something like child pornography or anything. No, in the deep. no, like, no. Why don't you do anything no. beneficial like that? I remember there was a thing like 15 years ago where anonymous like there was this kid. There was like a some human interest story about a kid in some Midwest town. It's like mm-hmm. he started the No Cussing Club, and we're against oh, cussing. It's I like, heard about this. It's like okay, I'm sure the kid's gonna get beat up. That that but that that yeah. should be the end of it. Like the kid will get beat up. Great, might learn a lesson, yeah, might not. 
He might be a conservative. <laughs> fuck it. But then Anonymous, like, it's together. They dox the kid. And then, <laughs> wow. And priorities. Like this 13-year-old kid. And then the people are sending hardcore pornography to his parents' fax machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That is awful. <laughs> like, these are your revolutionaries. These are your activists. <laughs> This is your nonviolent revolution. Good. We're gonna send pornography to some dude I mean, in fucking it, Ohio. And the more I think that about it, like, like cost it. every time I hear about like 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 some some uh, child pornography is found online or something, it's always uh-huh. some fucking obscure method that they're using. That I'm like, only somebody that understands the internet would know that. Like yes. they're using like YouTube. Like oh shit, oh. <laughs> I lost this. They're using like YouTube like hashtags and stuff like 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 send this stuff out. I just read the other day that they're using like Mega Link on Twitter to like get this what? stuff out to people. Oh like this God. is like public shit that's happening oh. and it's organized like in areas. So that's oh they know God. more about the internet than anonymous apparently. Obviously. <laughs> well, uh, there's another there's a third possibility here where mm. it's oh. anonymous is the one. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be a twist? <laughs> That's the shadow I mean, behind the curtain. If I remember correctly, aren't Anonymous just a bunch of fucking pissed off libertarians when it comes down to it? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it tracks. I, th- I think the other issue with, a, with something like Anonymous is that anyone can join it. I mean, right? Like, you just have to put the fucking yeah. profile picture and you can say that and people <laughs> believe it. The news believes it. Like... That they're not organized. Like no, yeah, yeah. Well, like Antifa's not organized, but at least Antifa is like, <laughs> yeah, at least it's at least something, and they have values. Yeah, Anonymous yeah. does not seem to. I don't know if they're relevant anymore, so I don't know if this is still yeah. true. But no, I don't think they they're do relevant. Not, I think I've, I've just injected that into this. <laughs> yeah, no, they they've been out of commission for a while. I think, but they, I don't think they ever had values. It might have been no. like the extent of it's like, like I remember. Two years ago, we we're talking. Where everyone was talking about net neutrality. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. we gotta fight back against the Jeep pie. This is a freedom thing. It's like, oh yeah, cool. D- do you not have anything else to say? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. What, what, what do you think what? about the child pornography, guys? Nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like you you have it's one cool. value. Yeah. You didn't think to take it any farther than that. It's like, yeah, oh, but, are, well, guys, guys, let's all get together. There are the there are factories in China, and people are getting See, fucked yeah. up, and. It's, yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna help us out? No. Mm-mm. Okay. That's what That's what I loved about the intro to uh, iRobot. I don't know if you guys watched that, but the intro to iRobot is just the first scene is him like busting a dude like like a uh, fucking making child pornography. That's like the first scene of that he's like this super good <laughs> oh, hacker Jesus. dude. Oh my god! And I didn't it, know that. it goes it expands from there. But it, that's a great show. If if like for oh, a oh, corny oh, I, fantasy thing, Mister Robot. Oh, Mr. Robot. That's not very good. Robot. Yeah, oh, I was saying okay. not Will, yeah, yeah. Not Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Very different this. movies. Yeah. I, I was going to say, that doesn't sound much like Isaac Asimov. Right <laughs> like, you guys need to rewatch this. There's some crazy shit in the first second of this. I was a kid, too. I don't yeah, know that, was a, that was a crazy fucking movie. Yeah. And, yeah. The, uh, the, and the book, I Robot, was just like short stories, too. It was kind of. I don't. I don't know. It was a weird adaptation of a very good book, a very solid science fiction book, just like any any sci fi adaptation seems yeah. to just kind of fall into. Well, yeah, yeah. We got this cool concept. Let's shoot it. I guess. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like we're not going to like capture any of the atmosphere or anything that is yeah. like shown in uh-huh. the book. Like we won't and, pick and none up of the commentary. Of like, yeah. 
That's why, like, I thank God for Star Trek. <laughs> like, it's like what I mean, it's like what HBO did the um, fucking Fahrenheit 450 or whatever. It was like it's supposed oh, to be yeah. an amazing book, I, but it was like this I is didn't want to watch that fucking. Yeah, movie. didn't you? Yeah. Um, you did a thing with like the boys next door on that, or was that this podcast? Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we yeah. shit on it the first episode. I think. <laughs> yeah, that was a piece of up. shit. It was like you take this great book. I mean, I, I haven't read it in ten years. I'm, but I'm yeah, sure yeah, it's yeah, a but great I, book. I, it's yeah. one. Of, it's it used to be one of my favorites, but I I remember trying to reread again. It's it's definitely not as good as I remember it being, yeah. but it's still uh-huh. it's still like a pretty like yeah like, pretty staple. It's book. still it's still a book with a point. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. like, how can we take this clearly well, political piece of art and just take the politics and, out and of make it? The, make the fucking <laughs> medium of it, like the TV and like probably, I don't know, I haven't seen the thing, but not make any meta commentary on the fact that it's mm-hmm. like, you're being aired, it's being aired through the TV, the thing yeah. that they're getting rid of, voyeurism and all this <laughs> stuff. They don't, they don't apply to that. I'm pretty sure. I Just from the trailers I've seen of that show, it, I, I don't think sucks. it's going to do any service. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at this point, making a political film, what does it mean other than, well, this movie has a gay character in it, and she's had a bad life. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. always because it, it was for it was crazy though. Like the first like Disney representation of like a gay character was in like the new Beauty and the Beast or whatever. And he's yeah. just the worst fucking well, person no, before, in the world. I'm like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a he's like an idiot. He's like dropping yeah, shit and stuff. <laughs> he's like a, a moral asshole. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, the, 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 that's that's timely. Like we have that movie Onward coming out now, and that's being oh, yeah. uh, marketed as this is Disney's first openly gay character. I think we've had five of Disney's yeah, first openly gay character, and it's all of it is it, it's it's just enough. We can get a big cheer in the crowd. It's like these yeah. two chicks are gonna kiss. At the end of this Marvel movie, everyone in America is going to cheer, and we can cut it out in Russia. Progressive so, journalists, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Else. We're not, yeah. we're not going to lose any money off this one. We'll yeah, get, no, we'll get a little it, bit of good press. No, because it sucks. Because it's obviously like it's obviously good that people are making more of an effort for like woman representation in film and like, yeah. people of color and yeah. whatnot. But then it's like. It's just so fucking transparent in how they do it. Yeah. It's like you're not trying to incorporate into like any sort of story. You're trying to make like progressive journalists that are like part of a fucking trend to say, oh, this is cool. I like this. This is sweet. Like this, this is like, you know, standing up for the right shit. I'm like, that shouldn't be the bottom line. Yeah. You get an article on Huffington Post and on Medium. And, but, and it's, it's insane to me that Hollywood has figured out a way to convince this giant mass of moviegoers that me going to pay a ticket to this Hollywood movie is activism. I am contributing an activism by watching (laughs) Black Panther or by watching, what what was it, Captain Marvel. That's the other thing, Captain Marvel pissed me off. It's like, it should have been cool, and I I love Brie Larson. Like, it should have been... But then you have this movie that's supposed to be your big feminist statement, but it's also super, super pro-military industrial complex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a bunch of Air Force propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, like like you, I saw like, this, uh, uh, this side-by-side of articles for Charlie's Angels, and it was like before it came out, it's like, it's like straight men, this movie isn't for you. Straight white men, yeah. Straight white cis male, this isn't for you. And then like two weeks later, it's like, why aren't straight cis men seeing Charlie's Angels? <laughs> <laughs> like it's the same, same fucking writer. And I'm like, oh my why god, do you think? it's exactly why you wrote before. Apparently, you know what I mean. Maybe it's because it's like Hollywood remakes fucking everything, and no one gives a shit anymore about a remake. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who's gonna, who was going to see Charlie's Angels? I was never going to see it. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I, all right, you know what? I don't. I should be fair. I don't represent the majority of. Like, yeah, I'm not the demographic. The, the, no, that's not what the Charlie's ample, uh, Charlie's Angels tramp stamp says on the back of your fucking ass, dude. That's true. <laughs> Man, that hurt to get put on there. Yeah. yeah. Fucking <laughs> above his Howie tattoo on his ass. <laughs> no, we'll have to talk about uncut gems at some point. Oh, but uncut gems is great. Um, I was about to bring up the other. It's weird because that's that's kind of what film journalism has become, where it's so removed from a form of criticism. I, now, not to I don't want to generalize because I follow so many amazing film critics and amazing film writers, and there's there are so many great people writing about film. But then, well, we have this. Well, like you'll have an article about Little Women that comes out about why aren't men seeing Little Women? It's, that's just not journalism. I mean, men were seeing Little Women. <laughs> I mean, let, let's be honest. I mean, I, I've seen like fuck. I've seen I've seen enough. Like I I, I like Little Woman, and I've seen enough. But I've seen enough like high school productions of Little Woman for there oh. to be like a you know a traumatic you know. <laughs> I, I, I will there. defend Little. I love uh, yeah. The I do love Greta the book. Oh, I, I need to watch it. I love Greta. That's the thing. It's it, it's, it, it's, it's fantastic. It just wasn't streaming anywhere. So. <laughs> well, it was funny to me because it's definitely it's definitely a female film. I mean. I, Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be, um, but yeah. I feel like it's part of the. It, there's this narrative of like, well, this movie's for women. Men aren't going to get this movie. You need to mm-hmm. drag your boyfriend to it and help him get it. It's like, I saw it. I totally got it. I t- <laughs> yeah. I, I got everything it was. I loved it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's writers. It's like not, males aren't ex- able to write outside of their experience, and I'm like, I don't. Yeah. No, I. It's like I get it. <laughs> Yeah, I got it's like the movie. I'm able to comprehend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I, uh, I don't know. I like I I saw Uncut Gems. I am not a New York Jew. I uh-huh. do not sell jewelry in <laughs> the Diamond District, and I got that movie. I I yeah, loved yeah. it. I understood it. <laughs> I adored it. I understood the characters. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Yeah, it's. Ugh. It just sucks because I was like telling, I was talking to my friend yesterday. I'm like, it sucks that there's going to be another Hayes Code. Like, there's uh, definitely going to be. But yeah, you know, it's, have you it's heard funny. About the people that are trying to cut smoking out of movies. Yeah, isn't Disney doing? Or, and um, Stranger Things is doing that too after this season. Because uh, there was like controversy about one of the characters, Hopper, was smoking all through season three of Stranger Things. It's like, well, we yes, we can't have that. This that's people that's, don't smoke. No. Yeah, no, no. We're <laughs> all all of these kids that are watching the show are going to want to smoke now. It's, what do you think 1985 <laughs> was? What what do you think was going on in this era? Yeah. It's Maybe just fucking 80s. Doctors yeah. smoked in their fucking offices. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! This is a different time. And it's and, like it's it's like the one thing you could do after the Hayes Code was smoke, and now yeah. if there is another one, that's the one thing you fucking can't do. And much. I and I don't want to go crying wolf about because uh-huh. I there there are, it's another one of those things like um, this is such a great topic. It is a very important topic. Censorship is such an important topic, uh, uh-huh. but then it gets co opted by this weird faction of the conservatives, where it's like, well, oh, we can't do it. You can't say anything anymore. It's like, well. I mean, some shit. <laughs> yeah. Woody Allen probably shouldn't have his memoir uh, put yeah, out by yeah. a major publisher. Like, I'm okay with us deplatforming bad yeah. people. Like, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. That's not. This is not a freedom of speech issue. This is a decency issue. But then, yeah. 
if there is another Hays Code, what it's going to be, it's not going to be government. It's not going to be this nanny state that all of these right-wingers want to scare you about. It's not going to be, oh, the government's going to come in and keep us from saying all the things we want. It's going to be Hollywood, yeah. and it's going to be a corporate thing. It's going to be yeah. for profits. Yeah. It's corporate wokeness, and it fucking sucks. It's like, I agree with, yeah. like, the, like, like, with the left agenda and the woke stuff. It's like, I understand all, yeah. like, like, call people what they want to be called. You know, understand your privilege if you have it. Like, all that yeah. I'm totally cool with, but it's, it, but it's just, like, the whole thing where it's, like, affecting things, like, comedy and art and i'm like it's fucking comedy and movies all that shit it's fucking abstract it's like there's been abstract art for fucking years it doesn't represent what the artist is actually feeling they're fucking movies they're stories from like certain characters point of view it's like you guys just don't know how to fucking watch movies anymore it's just you want to go on twitter and say oh i i learned this in college this is actually bad and this was in the movie it's like okay cool like here's a fucking (laughs) gold star well and what what really bothers me about it is it's it's part of this weird strand of uh, liberalness and wokeness mm-hmm. that it, it's see it's so utterly ineffective. You have yeah. this whole group of liberals who very much care about these social issues. They very much care, and they're on the right track. They care about the right things, and the way you are dealing with if you're you are policing movies and TV, you're not actually addressing. The people yeah. who are suffering from that. This is no, not. No, no. This, you're not <laughs> you're doing not a social good. Money like, for like women shelters. You're not doing any of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. you're you're hooked like fucking five cocks deep in the matrix at that point. You're just like <laughs> you're playing with fucking children's toys. Like it's insane. I I think that's nuts. And then uh, to, to if we're going to go big brain conspiracy theory on it, I mean uh-huh. that's probably what the studios want you to think, isn't it? <laughs> I mean yeah. the studios want you to think I'm participating in activism by doing this. They're yeah, like sure. isn't that's the they smartest way that people. they could possibly. Yeah, you feel like a good person and you're not going out and advocating for healthcare. You're not going out mm. and fighting it when the Supreme Court is trying to block abortion rights. You're not going out and fighting yeah. these things because <laughs> you, you think you've done enough. Yeah. You think you've you think you've done everything you can do. I think there yeah. should I, yeah, I do think that there's so much benefit like to, to go to a movie theater and be like not comforted by but completely fucking unsettled or uncomfortable during a movie, you know? Yeah. Like like that's that's really important to see. Like it's some rare, of my favorite movies I don't really want to watch again, honestly. Like some <laughs> yeah. are like traumatic, you know, like so that should be a lot. I mean, that should be like at least at least like it should be like allowed in the space and people should like at least be like you know, able to like accept that and like experience that and not have like yeah, a experience fucking like a full spectrum like of emotion and like morality yeah. and shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, isn't that I mean, we're ta- if we're talking about leftism, isn't that I mean, isn't what the philosophy comes down to freedom? I mean, it's about mm-hmm. universal freedom. And this is freedom. Yeah. I, and w- when we talk about economic justice, when we talk about uh, universal health care, that is a path to freedom. That is, it's all one thing. I mean, yeah. it gets conflated so uh, get the narrative gets hijacked by these conservatives and libertarians. It's like, well, we, we want absolute freedom, and what they mean is corporate freedom. They mean freedom for uh, the billionaire class and for people that uh, have the freedom to fuck you over because there are no yes. restrictions on them. <laughs> and they will, yeah. They will. We were to, I was uh, I met I mentioned this in a group chat earlier with a uh, Hank. I was saying I just recently started playing Bioshock again. I don't know if you guys have played that. Have yeah. you played Bioshock? I haven't played it yet. Oh man, it's it's fantastic. It's like it's like this huge capitalist like city under the water that's went to wreckage and stuff. Yeah. And I've just been uh-huh. playing that with like fucking uh, 
with like all this shit with Bezos and all this stuff flying in my head. <laughs> it's like it's perfect. It's improved the experience well, exponentially. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. Wait, you you said you guys were recording uh, some uh, experimental shit. You guys uh, allowed to talk about that at all, or is that like under wraps? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> well, I'll let Nathan get into some of his ideas on that. I mean, we we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of shit that me and Hank have just been like like diddling around with. We've been uh, uh-huh. he's been bringing he's just been bringing over VHS tapes and like VHS like <laughs> players, and we've been sampling that yeah. and, and uh, records like music box records and stuff. We want to make like. We want to make like a like a soundtrack for something like a horror soundtrack sort of thing. Yeah, that would like be a thing that we could like put over some of our like film ideas and stuff. I don't know. We've just been fucking around with. I have probably pirated more things than any human being on the face of the planet, (laughs) and I'm gonna face the wrath of that at the pearly gates. Like all all of the developers of these programs are gonna just whip. Whip me on the tip with like their fucking like whips and shit because I've pirated <laughs> so much. I mean, you shit. really are the Jack Sparrow. I, of the yeah, internet. I. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was Man. I was telling Hank this. I don't think I've told you, Nathan, but I was I was listening to the Mulholland Drive soundtrack and I was just like walking around yeah. the neighborhood, and it's like if if you heard it's like very droney and like kind of like it very eerie. Obviously, it's like Lynch. And so I was like, uh, well, it is Lynch. I mean, but uh, I was like walking yeah. <laughs> and I was like I heard this weird like. It's kind of like a shrill sound over it. I'm like, damn, that sounds cool as shit. And I was like, I don't remember this in the soundtrack and all. And I looked over and it's a construction site. It's all these guys using power tools. I'm like, dude, someone needs to make a fucking like power tool noise album. I'm Absolutely. Like, That'd be cool. With your like drone or like industrial music or Man. something. One thing I'm, re- I'm really interested in trying to do is like just um, I've, I, I've, I had this idea like a long time ago and I figured out somebody did it. Um, which uh-huh. pissed me off, but it's like basically going through your online activity every day and recording all the sounds that you get from it and finding a way to like <laughs> randomly plug that in to like a sound or like a, like a sound collage oh of just God. all the shit you see on Twitter or all the shit you see on the internet in general <laughs> and just having that be like, like just one like synonymous experience. Like you have like politicians <laughs> and like, like Colgate commercials playing in the background and like all this. I thought that would be fucking cool. Oh, holy shit. Because I've been thinking about this too. Because I've been trying to kind of develop. Because it's like I do a lot of a lot of like dumb this like meme shit on the side on Instagram. That's just kind of like fucking around. But it's like I do would mm-hmm. like I would like to get like a job doing like sketch writing or something with like weird alternative comedy as like a writer or yeah, like, yeah. editor or something. But I was fun. like thinking to myself, I'm like the next form of cinema is shit post. <laughs> it's like someone needs to make just like a movie that just yeah. captures what a shit post is, like entirely. I mean, isn't like I, <laughs> isn't that kind of how Tim and Eric got their start? I mean, it wasn't, oh, it wasn't yeah. Yeah, shit posting, <laughs> but like much. they're making these weird videos, and then Bob Odenkirk finds them, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. no, they uh, they set them like a tape of Bob goes to the mayor, and then they charged him for posting. <laughs> 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 Like, okay. And then Bob's like, yeah, I want to work with these guys. Nice. <laughs> oh, my and God. So I actually have to get going because I have to run to a dinner. Okay, but bud. Thank you guys so much for Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. Fuck yeah. Well, we'll come yeah. on anytime, anytime you want us. Hell yeah.